What's up, y'all? Welcome to another episode of Hawks on the Hardwood, part of the Track Stars Sports Network. This is Jay Jock. So today I'm going to talk about Summer League. And you probably heard already that Trey Young, he's having some shooting struggles so far this year in Summer League. And a lot of people, they're pretty worried about this. Well, today I'm going to focus on some reasons why you should not worry and why most people tell you don't worry about summer league. So if you're new to basketball in general, this might have you kind of flustered and upset. If you've been watching the NBA for a long time, you probably already know that summer league is not a good indicator of how somebody's going to fare in the NBA, but just to refresh and give some tangible evidence on why you shouldn't really panic yet. Of course, it's, it's kind of disconcerting. <laughs> it's kind of frustrating a little bit that he's not shooting well, but it's not time to panic. I'm going to focus on that on this episode. So hopefully it'll ease your mind. But first, before we get into that, I want to tell y'all about the Podcast Republic app. This app, Podcast Republic, it allows you to get all of your favorite podcasts directly on your Android devices. So you can search for the podcast that you want to listen to and select them as favorites, have them a click away. So make sure you download this app right away. Again, the app is called the Podcast Republic app and it's available for your Android devices. So go ahead and download that Podcast Republic app. But first, let's get into this episode. All right, so first of all, I just want to say real quick that we need to have a little bit of patience, especially with Trey Young because he's a point guard. And I'm going to talk about this a little bit more later, but it takes a little while longer for point guards in the NBA to come into their own. So don't get frustrated if he's not playing like an all-star in Summer League, and especially in Summer League, because it's Summer League. So Summer League is pretty much it's kind of like a, a glorified pickup game. It's not the same as the NBA season. You're not playing with the same level of talent. You're not playing for the same reasons. You're just, it's just totally different. It's like basketball tryouts when a bunch of players are trying to show out so they can make a spot on the roster. That's what Summer League is. It's almost like it's tryouts. So let's not trip if he's not shooting too well now because it's not going to correlate the same as his NBA career when he's actually in the NBA season playing with NBA veterans. It's just not. And honestly, I kind of expected for him to shoot um, shoot pretty bad or make bad shot selection, have bad shot selection um, in Summer League. And the reason why is if you remember two episodes ago, I was talking about Trey Young's weaknesses. And one thing that I said was that Trey Young gets flustered when he's double or triple teamed. And that's a weakness that he has to work on, but it's also a weakness we're not going to see as much because in the NBA, he won't be triple or double teamed as much because in the NBA, you're facing NBA level talent and you cannot leave NBA level talent alone to double team or triple team Trey Young. So it's not going to happen in the NBA. Now, the thing is, is Summer League is also... Not the NBA. Yes, it's NBA Summer League, but it's not the NBA season. He's still not playing with NBA level talent. So the defenders, 
they still can leave their man open because it's very possible that the man that they're leaving open, he's not good enough to make an NBA roster and he's still going to miss. So they're still double teaming and triple teaming Trey and he's still getting flustered. Again, this is something he needs to work on. But again, this is something we're not going to see when he's actually on the NBA roster playing in the NBA season. And instead of having people that are trying their best to make the roster and trying to get a spot on the team, but will likely get cut, he's going to be playing alongside um, Bazemore and Schroeder and people that will hit an open shot, you know? So there's that. Um, Also, I really wanted to mention that, yes, stat-wise... I'm talking about the Utah um, Summer League because um, the Vegas, I haven't seen the Vegas, the the game that's going to be on today. But yes, stat-wise, in the Utah Summer League, Trey Young, he, he has struggled. However, if you look at his intangibles and his playmaking ability, his running the offense and making good passes that his assists aren't sky high and the reason why is because he's passing to people that are missing their shots but he's getting them good looks intangibly and defense wise even which is very surprising defense wise he's been playing pretty good too he's been staying in front of his man because he's you know he has that lateral quickness he can do that he's been doing okay Nothing that you should be really tripping too much on because he's missing his shots. We know he can shoot. The shot will come. People get into slumps. It's okay. So let's stop tripping over all of that, okay? Let's try to just relax, especially because it's summer league. And summer league, how you play in summer league does not correlate how your NBA career will be. For instance, let me give you a few examples, okay? DeAndre Jordan, all-star two years ago. In summer league, his first summer league, he only scored eight points per game. And he had two turnovers, only seven rebounds. Had a really bad summer league. He's DeAndre Jordan. He is not scoring eight points per game, okay? Nick Batum, seven points per game, four turnovers, didn't really get any steals, didn't get any blocks, only about four rebounds, He was 34% from two-point range and 11% from three. This is Nick Batum. 34% from two-point range, 11% from three. Come on, y'all. That's not Nick Batum. Nick Batum's much better than that because his summer league play did not correlate to his NBA career. Let's go a little bit more. Otto Porter, six point per game. A turnover, an assist, less than a steal game. Okay, listen. Otto Porter. In summer league, he was 30% from two-point range, 0% from three. Now listen to this, 33% from the free throw line. Otto Porter. He hit 82% from free throw line last season. He was um, shooting 44% from the three-point and 50% from two-point range. Come on, y'all. Otto Porter, 33% from free throw line, 0% from three. His summer league play did not even come close to correlating his um, his NBA career. One more example real quick. Derrick Rose. Now, this is Derrick Rose. Derrick Rose before the injury, okay? Youngest MVP in NBA history, Derrick Rose. 9.5 points per game. 
four, four turnovers, five assists, 29% from the field, 0% from three. Derrick Rose was not a 29% from the field player. Derrick Rose was an amazing scorer before the injury. He could still score now, but before his injury, come on, y'all. Let's not trip that Trey Young had three bad summer games if we're looking at these players. Now, Derrick Rose did, Derrick Rose did get injured. And he didn't finish the summer league. However, you see the games that he played did not correlate even close to his NBA career. They all they all turned out to be good players, great players. Now, let's, let's look on the flip side and look at players that actually did really good in the summer league, okay? 2012. Damian Lillier won MVP. Now, of course, he has a great NBA career. He was MVP of the Summer League, but he had to share that honor. He was only co-MVP. He had to share that title with Josh Selby. Josh Selby, who now plays for the Incheon Elephants in the Korean Basketball League. All right? <laughs> he, he didn't even stay in the NBA. Okay, let's jump back. A little bit before that, okay? So in the 2014 Summer League, the MVP was Glenn Rice Jr., who now plays for a team in Puerto Rico, or the Puerto Rican um, Basketball League. So he's also not in the NBA right now. I think before he played in Puerto Rico, he was playing in the Greek League. So he could not maintain an NBA career, but he was MVP in the Summer League. So you can see right there the correlation once again summer league play does not translate to your NBA career. Two more examples real quick. So these two examples, I'm just going to mention, okay, who holds the record of most rebounds per game in summer league play? His name is Cole Aldrich. Cole Aldrich, who in the NBA does not hold any records in rebounds. He only averaged two rebounds per game in his NBA career. Two. Okay. Who holds the record for most points per game in summer league play? It's Jared Bayless. He, in the NBA, he only averaged eight points per game. So that is not even clear. He's, that's not a scoring title in the NBA. Eight points per game. So historically, summer league has not been a good way to indicate success in the NBA. It just hasn't been. Now I'm I'm not gonna just stop there. I just I also want to comfort Hawks fans with the fact that a lot of players right now are having bad summer league summer league games. They're just not playing well. Um, it's just true. It might change in the Vegas summer league, but that hasn't really started yet. I'm recording this with before really the Vegas has really pretty much not started yet. So I'm going to talk about the Utah League stats, okay? So Trey Young, 13 points per game, four turnovers, four assists, four rebounds, is still 23% from the field and 12% from three. I understand and I agree. That's horrible shooting percentage. However, Marvin Bagley, who was drafted ahead of Trey, has nine points per game, which is less than Trey. A turnover... A game, no assists, only five rebounds. Now he's a big, he only has one rebound more per game than Trey. 33% from the field and 12% from three. So he's also shooting bad. Lonnie Walker, 
11 points per game, a turnover, two assists, two steals, 28% from the field, and 30% from three. So Lonnie Walker, also not shooting good. Grayson Allen, 10 points per game, a turno- three turnovers. He's doing okay with his assists, seven assists a game. Um, 20% from two-point range and 25% from three. So you can see that there's a lot of players struggling with summer league. It's not all on Trey. Trey, yes, he he's not shooting well, but he's not the only one. So let's not just. I know as Hawks fans, all our eyes are on Trey and only on Trey. But let's remember, or let's put it in perspective. First of all, like I said, summer league's not that important. <laughs> Second of all, a lot of players are playing pretty bad. They're shooting pretty bad in general right now. So it's only three games. There's a lot of nerves, a lot of butterflies. Let's see how Trey does in the Vegas Summer League, and I'm sure that he'll improve. Um, we could talk about that um, some next week, but even then, let's not trip over Summer League. It's just too early. And my last point, not only is Summer League something that we shouldn't trip about, we have to have patience with Trey Young because he's a point guard. And it takes much longer for players in this position to get a feel of the game. So I was browsing the Real GM message board. If you don't visit that site, it's a good site. To, um, go and browse and get some basketball information. But there was a very smart poster who mentioned an article written by Kevin O'Connor of The Ringer. And O'Connor wrote this article last year when the draft class was stacked with point guards. And this is what he said. But no matter their strengths or weaknesses, all point guards should come with a patience required label. There are 12 active point guards in the NBA who have been named to an all-NBA team, and on average it took five seasons for them to get there for the first time. The average age was 24. Only Paul, Irving, Westbrook, and Derrick Rose made it at a younger age. Kyle Lowry made his All-NBA debut in his 10th season at 29. John Wall will likely be named to his first All-NBA team this June at age 26. Seven years into his career, point guards are often in utero for years. It isn't a process that can be rushed because point guard is not an easy position to master. I agree with O'Connor here. And this isn't just a recent phenomenon, it's not a recent thing, we're an anomaly with the current crop of point guards in the NBA now. I think about great point guards of previous generations, and it was the same way. Now, I looked up to see um, some um, point guards in the past, and how long it took for them to be an all-star. Chauncey Billups took nine years to be an all-star. Chauncey Billups. He has multiple rings. Great great um, point guard. Steve Nash took six years to be an all-star. Now, he was an MVP. Tony Parker took five years to be an all-star. John Stockton also took five years to be an all-star. Now, there are some outliers, of course, like Isaiah Thomas, the one from the Bad Boy Pistons, not the current Isaiah Thomas playing now. Magic Johnson. And there's outliers that are currently playing, like Chris Paul and Westbrook, that were all-stars much quicker. But in general, it takes a long time. It takes about five years or so for a point guard to really get his feel of the pace of the NBA and really, really come into his own. So let's be patient with Trey Young, okay? We drafted a point guard, and yes, 
he has some immense talents, but let's not expect him to automatically be an all-star caliber or definitely not like an all-NBA first-team type player which is going to be the face of the franchise right away. It's just probably not going to happen. Now it could and that'll be great, but more than likely it's going to take a few years. So let's just have patience and remember that. So if y'all want to talk to me or hit me up, like I said before, my handle on Instagram and Twitter is imjjock. That's I-A-M-J-A-E-J-O-C. Hit me up with the top sports. Um, but that's all I got for now. Next week, we maybe we'll look into um, the Vegas Summer League games a little bit more because... Um, Everything I had today was really for the Utah League. But if there's something else y'all want to talk about, hit me up and maybe we can switch up those plans. And I'm willing to just talk about what y'all want to talk about. But this was the Hawks on the Hardwood podcast. And I'm your host, Jay Jock. Hope to talk to y'all next week.